This is Season 2 of the Balls Deep Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Balls Deep Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stinky Pinky, doing a solo show this week. Unfortunately, our our other main man here, AZ, is away this week. He has, um, and actually, he has a conference in uh, San Diego. the uh, The producers of the show send him away to learn how to play fantasy football. So there's a, a conference going on there. It's like a fantasy football for dummies sort of thing. It's um. It's all expenses paid, so he's going to have a great time over there. The weather's going to be great, but since he's been struggling so much this year and because he is a fantasy football analyst, podcaster, he he should know what he's doing, so we decided to just send him away and see what he could do. Uh, unfortunately, that means for you guys, it's just me and you this week, so it's going to be a great week. We're just about to start week nine. I'm feeling great here. I had another great week. We're going up to five and four now, but let's get right into it, guys. We're going to start with the waivers this week. So the waivers started off with Stu. He added the Baltimore Ravens defense for 20 fab. Uh, the Ravens, they played Cincinnati this week, which is a fantastic play, but 20 fab is a lot to pay down. So we'll see how it pays off for him. He, uh, he has a big matchup this week. Uh, he's trying to pay it off. I think we've talked about it in the past. When you, when you pay up for a weekly win, I have no issue with it. If, uh, if they can pull it off this week, which I expect them to put up a ton of points, especially against Cincinnati and Ryan Finley, I think it could be a great add. Next, we got Steve, who added Kalen Balazs for 10 fab. So, Kalen Balazs, he's the running back for the Miami Dolphins. Now, with um, Mark Walton now suspended for four weeks, he looks like he's pretty much the only guy in town. So, 10 fab is it's not a crazy amount for a running back. Um, I put in a 9 fab bid here, so... Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get him, but props to you, Steve, for pulling that one off. Um, I don't think anyone thinks this is a really seriously high ceiling play because Miami Dolphins, their running game just hasn't been fantastic this year, unfortunately. But who knows? You know, it's a it's a starting running back, so that has value. He's going to have a ton of carries probably, so if he can pull it off and get in the end zone, it could be a great add. Last week, he had a ton of work or um, luck with Kenny and Drake, so hopefully it continues for him this week and he can pull that one off. I think it's just fine paying 10 for that one. After that, we got Brandon adding Josh Reynolds. Uh, Brandon paid 10 for Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is the possible wide receiver three. I think maybe he's kind of battling maybe 2B sort of thing for uh, the LA Rams with, with Brandon Cooks out again this week. Could be out for an extended period of time. I think Josh Reynolds is a great add. Anytime that Brandon Cooks has been out this year, Josh Reynolds has been very, very involved, and he's been fantastic out on the field. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great ad. I think he could be very, very effective not only this week, but for the next few weeks to come. He's been uh, a player who's shown in the past, especially last year as well, that when the offense is moving, he kind of just steps right in, and he's he's a very good player, and he's very involved. So good ad there as well. Next one after that, we have Danny adding the Colts defense for 8-fab. So the Colts play the Miami Dolphins this week. So pretty much anyone knows when you when you play the Dolphins, you're you're going to be set up for turnovers. That team likes to turn over the ball, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick playing. So I think it's a it's a pretty good ad. We'll see what can kind of happen there. The Colts are in a, a difficult situation. Who knows who's going to be starting at quarterback for them this week? But 
once you get in these situations, sometimes the defense steps for, up for you too. They're a good defense. I think it's a good add. Next, after that, we got Alex adding Will Fuller for five fab. So Will Fuller's on bye this week. He's been dealing with a, a what is considered to be a pretty serious hamstring injury. So he could be out for another few weeks still, but what we can see from Will Fuller and what we've seen in the past is the guy, he, he can he can win you a week. He can put up huge points. He put up over 40 points for me one week this year. So if he comes back down the playoff stretch and he can make some plays for him, it's going to be a, a fantastic ad. Uh, the sixth ad we have this week is going to be Trey Edmonds going to Steve for five fab. This one, as the week's gone, is looking probably less less likely to be a successful one here. Um, it looks like uh, James Conner's likely going to play this week. Uh, Jalen Samuels is likely going to play. So that, that marks Trey Edmonds down as probably the third running back on the team to play. He's also dealing with a rib injury. He hasn't been practicing yet this week. So it looks unlikely that he's going to really have a role this week. So if you have to play Trey Edmonds, I think it's it's going to be a... A tough week for you, unfortunately. After that, we have Ben, who added the Chargers defense for four fab. So Chargers defense, they play Oakland tonight. That's going to be a big one here. Hopefully they can pull that one off for him. Um, four fabs, not a ton of money. But what we've seen from Oakland the past few weeks is that they, they can actually put up some points. They're starting to look like a pretty good team out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if this defense really doesn't play all that well that being said last week they went up against a great Packers offense and were able to shut them down maybe they've kind of turned the page and they're ready to turn this season around it could be a great ad anyone who plays on Thursday usually it adds a trend towards the defense playing better so good for you adding them um the eighth ad we have is Adam adding Corey Davis for three fab so Corey Davis he's been dealing with an injury as well he didn't practice today it could be a tough one to say. Adams, just in the past, has been really hard on Corey Davis as a player. He says anytime you want to play him, he sucks. So Adam is uh, a guy who's a Corey Davis hater, yet he added him on the on his team this year. Um, I also tried to get Corey Davis. I also bid three fabs, so Adam stole him again on the waiver from me as far as having a higher waiver priority. So if he can play for you, I think he has a chance to put up a big week. He's always one of those guys. He's super hit or miss, but if he can do it, good for you. After that, we got Alex adding Michael Bagley, the the kicker for the LA Chargers. He pays three fab for him. If, uh, if you ask Adam, that's going to be a waste of fab. Anything over a zero fab bid for a kicker is going to be a waste. So we'll see what they can do tonight. Again, that's a Thursday night matchup. Who plays tonight? Um, after that, we got Steve adding Jack Doyle for two fab. Uh, Steve continues his trend of adding a tight end <laughs> using fab. That's all he uses it for again. Kickers and trades, it seems, for Steve, but... Jack Doyle, he could, he seemed to be involved last week when Brian Hoyer was on the field. He scored a touchdown with him. If uh, it seems like Brian Hoyer is going to be the quarterback again, maybe they have that connection that can that can really pay off for Steve, and then he can kind of play off that one and keep it rolling. But uh, just in general this season, Jack Doyle hasn't been overly involved. So picking tight ends is just it's a tough job in general this season. But if you can do that, or if anytime you can pretty much try to avoid getting one of these bottom feeders, if you can get out of that. That mess, it's a good plan. I know Steve recently added Zach Ertz. Unfortunately, he's now on by, so he has to fill it in again, but here we are. And then the last ad we have this week is Taylor adding J.D. McKissick for one fab. Uh, I think this is a fine ad again. It's just one fab, whatever. J.D. McKissick was somewhat involved, but it seems to be a bit of a, a mess in, in general in that backfield in, in Detroit. So 
if he can pull it off, good for him. But he's kind of like a, a dart throw, just like any of those Detroit Lions uh, really seem to be, in my opinion, so far. So let's move on, and we'll talk about the trades from last week. There was two huge, huge trades, uh, both involving Frazier, and he has just a complete, complete change to his roster now. I'm going to talk about the first one. So the first one is with the Warlock, which is Brandon. So Brandon gets Odell Beckham Jr. and David Montgomery, and Frazier gets uh, Le'Veon Bell and Sammy Watkins and 15 Fab. So again, as I've kind of broken down trades in the past, how we like to do it is look at who we think the best player in the trade is and kind of go from there. I think in this case, it's pretty close, but the best player I'm going to go with uh, is Frazier getting Le'Veon Bell. After that, I think Odell Beckham, who has a ton of upside, he's been super disappointing through this season. If he can turn around in the second half of the season, I think he can be fantastic. And then David Montgomery is the same sort of thing. He had a tough start to the season, but he's really turned it on and been more involved in the offense the past few weeks. I think he has a great position to succeed the rest of the way. I think Sammy Watkins is going to be at best a one-week kind of boom player. If I'm going and looking at this trade here, I think the win definitely goes to Brandon. He added two players who I think he bought pretty low on and sold Bell. Who knows who? I think Bell has a he has a pretty good schedule coming up, so maybe he can do some stuff for Frazier. But I definitely want Montgomery on my team. I've been trying to get Odell, so I think the win on this one goes to Brandon. Um, and the next trade again, it was absolutely huge. This is again, it's going to be involving now Steve Taylor and Frazier. There's a ton of moving parts in this one. So the first part of the trade is Steve gets 20 fab. So he gets 15 fab from Taylor and then five fab from Frazier. And he gives up DJ Moore to Frazier. The rest of the trade goes that Frazier gets Stefan Diggs, um, Devonte Freeman, Jamal Williams, and Evan Ingram from Taylor. And Taylor gets Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and Gerald Everett. Tons of moving pieces here. And it's really tough to figure out who the winner in this trade is. Because when you look at it, you see Julio Jones, a big-time performer, always super consistent. And Derrick Henry, who's been surprisingly just super consistent this year as well. Those are two players who are really going to be top-end, really good talents for Taylor. But then Frazier, he adds a bunch of talent as well. And it's maybe it's not the high-end talent, but he really bounces out his roster and he can put in some players into positions that really fill out his roster when he doesn't have to play those bottom-hanging players. So when it makes your roster better, even if, if you're giving up the better players, it can be a good situation for you sometimes. I think it's hard to pick a winner in this trade just because so many pieces were moving around. I don't want to say a winner. I think definitely Frazier's team gets better and I think definitely Taylor's team gets better. Steve giving up DJ May, DJ Moore for 25 is probably not something I would have done, but here we are. We're going to move on and kind of see how this one plays out. I really want to see how this one plays for the rest of the season because it's it's a ton of movement. Frazier's team looks completely different out there now. So, again, I'm excited to see all this movement, all these big trades. We're coming to the trade deadline, and when we see big moves happening, it's really exciting. All right, guys, so we'll, we'll move on here, and now we're going to – talk about last week's match absolutely that recap there uh, first things first before we get too far into it we're going to talk about the gauntlet so last week we forgot to bring it up but so following week eight the person who was knocked out of the gauntlet was ben Meetag. so it was uh, another person that we just forgot to mention last week uh, we'll get through through the recap of last week's matchups and i'll tell you who was knocked out this past week and and who's still battling for that trophy it gets a little bit closer since there's only 12 of us in the league, one person uh, 
eliminated each week. The uh, the finals are coming up really, really soon. It's pretty exciting who's going to take home that cup. But yeah, we'll get into that a bit later. But first, let's recap. Uh, first matchup that we're going to talk about is going to be my Nick is getting chubby, which is me versus Freeman who shower with socks, which is Frazier. So I pulled off the victory here, 91.1 points for me and 88.56 points to Frazier. Not a great week overall for either of us, but uh, I'm not going to complain when I steal a victory with only 91 points. It's definitely a lucky thing to do, and when we get close to the playoffs, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Big weeks and our big performances coming from my side of the ball. We had Mike Evans putting up 180 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown for 24 points. Since I've had him, he's he's been an absolute monster out there. He's he's crushing it. I'm super happy to have him on my team, and that's two weeks now where he's been an absolute beast for me. Uh, another big performer we had was Tyreek Hill go for me. He had 140 receiving yards, a touchdown, and an extra five uh, five rush yards for 20.5 points. Those were two huge performances that I really needed. Um, fantastic to see. Uh, a bit of a dud for me from Philip Dorsett, Sony Michelle. Both my guys who played uh, versus Baltimore, my New England Patriots, just really didn't show up. It was it was a, a bad, bad, bad week. Just overall, just looking at the New England team this year, it seems like that offense is it's really slowing down and they're super dependent on that defense. That doesn't really look good for my projections as far as the playoffs going on now. Hopefully that team can turn it around. On the other side of the ball for Frazier, we had um, Derrick Henry go off for 21.9 points. Huge week for him with uh, one receiving touchdown, one rushing touchdown. He had David Montgomery go for 19.6 points. That's two rushing touchdowns. This was all done in the second half by both of those guys. It was uh, stressful to see, but uh, I still pulled it off. He had uh, Garter Minshew, unfortunately, only come up with 7.76 points. He had two interceptions, two fumbles, which absolutely destroys your team when that happens. So, Frage, I'm feeling for you, man, but obviously not too, too much because I'm, I'm happy I stole that win from you. Next matchup after that, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Ben and um, Steve. Go So Lamari and the committee crew versus Candle Loves Blackface. This was a, a huge matchup. Steve steals it with 160.82 points, dropping an absolute bomb on top of Ben with 156.52 points, also dropping a bomb. This was a monster matchup. The pull the trigger is going to go to you here, Ben. Unfortunately, I don't have the drop that's on Adam's phone, but... You're going to be pulling the trigger this week, my friend. We've already talked about it a few times. You've told us just the rotten luck you've had on the year, but when you lose with the second most points for the second time this season, that, that destroys you. Um, big performers in this game, we had Lamar Jackson go for 30.62 points. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 22.9 points. Kenny Galladay, 19.2 points. And then the Cowboys defense getting 23 points. Like Again, you had some huge performers. On the other side of the ball, we had Russell Wilson dropping 49 points. The man throws five passing touchdowns, a two-point conversion. It was just a score fest between them and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So to really take advantage of that, that's been fantastic. He's Russell Wilson, is he's such a good player. He can do it in every way. We've already talked about it in the past. He's, he's so good. So having that stability on your team is fantastic. He also had Kenyon Drake, who is a, a brand new ad he had for him on Thursday night put up 24.2 points. We've already talked about that a bit last week. Um, Zach Ertz putting up 16.3 points. Harrison Butker 16 points. It's uh again it was a big week for Steve putting up 160 points. Just this is the guy who who's really been struggling to put up points just in general, but he crushed it this week. Everyone on his bench too. He also had a couple guys go over 10 points on his bench. It's just it was a fantastic week for Steve. So. 
really battling. He's at five and four now. He's in a playoff position. Ben at four and five outside of a playoff position with the most points for in the league. That's tough. We're going to move on here. We've got Nolan versus Taylor moving on up. So Nolan pulled the fucking trigger. 86.34 points. He loses to Taylor who got 105.74 points. Taylor is now on a four game winning streak and he is battling his way back in. That is for sure. Okay, so we have um, on Nolan's side of the ball, we got Kyler Murray going for 20, uh, 241 pass yards, two passing touchdowns, a two-point conversion for 27.04 points. Big week. Ronald Jones putting up 14.2 points. Also a good week. On the other side for Taylor, he had uh, a big performance from Tyler Lockett, who looks fantastic this year, 27.2 points. And then the Steelers defense getting 18 points as well. Great Overall performance, 105 usually isn't really what you want or what you expect to win, but if you can steal a win again, that's just fine. And he is now, he's in a position where he's really battling for the playoffs. So good for you. After that, we got Danny, who um, put up 97.3 points on Adam, who put up 96.58 points. This was an absolute battle that came down, and everyone was watching it on Monday night. It was, it was a tough one. <laughs> I feel for you, Adam, and that's... This is really the reason he was sent to this this training facility so that he could get better at fantasy football, and he, he's struggling. He had a great week coming up from Dak Prescott, putting up 27.48 points. That was a really good week. Saquon, unfortunately, only putting up 9.5 points. A lot of it coming on one long screen pass. He just he was not involved in the offense, or not so much he wasn't involved. They just they weren't effective with him, and it was really really devastating for him. Michael Gallup had an incredible touchdown, ended up with 9.3 points. And Carlos I going for 14 points is really good, but again, it just wasn't enough to catch up to Danny. Danny had a big performance coming from um, Muhammad Sanu, which which I found very, very surprising. 14.1 points. He was super involved in the offense. Pretty much just wiped Philip Dorsett out of the game, and it was. I'm just surprised it happened so fast. So well done for you on, on getting that out and paying up for it. I think it, it really clearly worked out for you this week, that's for sure. After that, we got... Stu, Diarrhea, Turn the John Brown, and Alex. Um, Stu getting the win here with 94.34 points over Alex, getting 90.56 points. Uh, big performers out here. We had Deshaun Watson, 23 points. We had Devin Singletary. He really seems to be just getting more and more involved as the season goes on. He ended up with 20 points, 95 rushing yards, 45 receiving yards, and a rushing touchdown. It's a great performance. Coming into the late season, that's really what you want from one of your players. He's a young player who's super explosive, so if he can keep doing that for him, it's it's a great player to have on your team. Um, on the other side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey, just fantasy MVP, still 34.6 points, had a great performance. Derek Carr, who's been surprisingly good this year, 23.56 points. And then Philip Lindsay, who looked super explosive all over the field last week, just breaking off long run after long run, ended with 15.2 points. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough for uh, for Alex to take that win, but here we go. We're moving on. The last ma matchup from last week, we have the hunt is over, which is Brandon losing with 92.6 points to just a little bit gay Andrew with 125.2 points. So Andrew, big performance. He had Jameis Winston with that last late second switch in. He got stopped 24.2 points for him. Uh, Josh Jacobs putting up 24 points, which is a fantastic, fantastic week. Marvin Jones putting up 18.6 points is great. And then uh, DK Metcalf on the other side of the ball with an amazing week as well. 21 points, 
and Kirk Cousin with 27.3 points. Also a great week. So Gould's taking that win, moving up to second place at 6-3 and three, is a fantastic week. So good for you there for sure. All right, so now that we've gone over all of the matchups from last week, um, unfortunately knocked out of the gauntlet this week is going to be Stu. Didn't have the least points for in the league, but it doesn't matter, especially when we get so late into the season. So now we're only left with three players left in the gauntlet battling for that cup. We got Danny, we got Gould, and we have Taylor. The man who started the season, I think 0-5, was able to battle through and still stay alive in the gauntlet. Now he's looking like he has a powerhouse roster and can really make a move. If he can bring home that cup, it'll be an insane victory. Nevertheless, it's great to see when we got just three teams left, so we're going to be coming into the final, final battle with it. I think all these teams are great. They're three of the highest-scoring teams in the league, so if they can keep it going, good for you guys. Let's talk about the um, recap of last week's prediction. So we had Adam getting three right, and I got five right. That puts me in the lead. For, um, for the season at 37 to 27. That's a that's a big, big lead. So let's kind of move on and we'll talk about the picks for this week. Um, first matchup we'll talk about, we're going to do K, which is Adam's team name versus um, Free Men Who Shower with Socks, which is Frazier. The two best men, they're battling it out here. This is a week where we get to see Frazier's brand new roster. So I'm going to kind of go over it and talk about who he has starting for him this week. He has Matt Ryan, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Sammy Watkins, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore, Jonu Smith, Jamal Williams, Adam Benetieri, and the Jets defense. Starting for Adam, he has Dak Prescott, Matt Breida, Saquon Barkley, Ted Ginn, Michael Gallup, Marquise Brown, Darren Waller, Corey Davis, Joey Sly, and then the Bills defense. So some... Big names definitely performing. Again, as we've talked about, this is a completely different roster for Frazier. Some of the players I want to highlight here, we have Dak Prescott going against Minnesota, which is traditionally a pretty tough matchup. Uh, he has Saquon Bar Barkley going against the Jets. Jets look absolutely horrible right now. I think he's in a position where he could just light them up for sure. Uh, Marquise Brown going against Cincinnati, I think is a really, really good matchup as well. So if he can pull that off, that's a big one. On the other side of the ball, Matt Ryan going against a tough New Orleans defense on the road could be really, really hard. That being said, that they're coming off the bye. They're kind of battling for Dan Quinn's job. He's a he's a coach that everyone likes. I could see this team trying to rally together and put up some points. Uh, wouldn't be su too surprised if he puts up a big week at all, that's for sure. Uh, Lev Bell, if he can get out there and perform, and if he's, he's able and healthy enough to play, I think he has a great matchup against the Giants. He could put up some big points as well. Um, going for the picks here, I'm going to take Adam to win this game. Adam also picking himself. He's being super confident, thinks he can pull off this win. That being said, Adam's lock of the week is going to be Frazier this week. Yes, you heard that right. He picked himself to win, but he has Frazier as the lock of the week. I'm really excited to see how Frazier's roster comes together this week with a completely different team. Looks like he got a bit of a facelift, so if he can pull it off, especially late in the season, let's see what can happen. Next matchup after that we're going to talk about is Stu versus Ben. So this is Diarrhea Turn the John Brown versus Lamari and the committee crew. Starting for Stu, we got Jimmy Garoppolo, Zeke Elliott, Devin Singletary, Danny Amendola, John Brown, Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews, Demarius Thomas, Justin Tucker, and then the Ravens defense. Starting on the other side of the ball for Ben, we've got Lamar Jackson, Melvin Gordon, Jalen Samuels, Emmanuel Sanders, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Chris Herndon, Mark Ingram, 
Greg Zerline, and then the Chargers defense. So this is a huge heavy hitter matchup. I'm excited to see what uh, Jimmy Garoppolo can do this week versus Seattle. He had a great week last week. It's going to be on the, the main stage on Monday night. If he can pull this one off, it's going to be huge for that team. Uh, Devin Singletary versus Cleveland. I think this is going to be a, a big matchup as well, too. Cleveland really needs to kind of step up and show what they can do. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of shut down the game and play a really good uh, defense out there this week. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But Chris Godwin versus Arizona, I think that one's going to be an absolute shootout. So I think he can put up a ton of points as well. Um, on the other side of the ball, we have Lamar Jackson versus Cincinnati. I think I would be absolutely terrified to play Lamar Jackson this week. He's going to have a huge week, in my opinion. He looked fantastic last week against New England, a defense that stopped everybody. He's really kind of showing that he's he's taken the next step, the next level. So I'm I'm pretty impressed right there. Like he can have a big week, and then Mark Ingram again against uh, Cincinnati. I think it's going to be fantastic out there. Looking at this one, I'm going to be taking Ben to win, and um, Adam also takes Ben for the win here. Next matchup we got is Andrew just a little bit gay versus Taylor moving on up. This is two teams that have been very, very hot in the last few weeks. Taylor, again, riding a four-game winning streak. Going to go over the starting matchups. For Gould, we've got Jameis Winston, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson, Juju Smith-Schuster, George Kittle. He currently has AP in his flex, who's on a bye. I'm sure that'll change as time comes, but... He also has Matt Gay in his kicker position and the Browns defense. On the other side of the ball, we got Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, Jared Everett, Marlon Mack, Matt Prater, and then the Saints defense. We've already kind of talked about how different Taylor's roster is going to be. He's made some big trades as well, and especially with Frazier here, he has some new key additions, and man, this roster looks like, it looks fantastic to me. I think Gould has a great matchup with James Winston versus Arizona. Um, but man, like outside of that, it's it's gonna be hard. I don't think Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers has a great matchup, but looks like David Johnson, he said he's gonna play this week. He's been a full participant in practice. He plays against Tampa Bay, which is a, a team that's really been struggling to stop anyone on defense. They are better against the run. That being said, I think this one's gonna be a score fest, and he's someone who's involved in the pass game as well. Uh, Derrick Henry versus Kansas City. I would not be surprised if he busts off a big one. Julio Jones versus New Orleans, I think, is going to have a great game. Tyler Lockett, again, he's been a great performer, but Michael Thomas especially versus Atlanta should be a great, great performance. And then Marlon Mack versus Miami. Wow, he has some great, great matchups here. I have to pick Taylor to win this one. I, I really just, I think he's he's a lock in this one. He, I'm not taking him as my lock, but I think he's. if I could do a secondary lock, he would be my lock. Adam also is taking Taylor. That means Gould, you have no support this week. But uh, good luck, and let's see what you can do. I don't think anyone wants to see Taylor's team in the playoffs because this dude, is uh, he's on fire lately, especially with all these trades. He's really turned his team around. Um, the next matchup we got is Alex, and we're back, versus the hunt is over, which is Brandon's team. Starting for Alex, we have Philip Rivers, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley, Greg Olson, Alex Erickson, Michael Bagley, and then the Giants defense. Starting for Brandon, we got Patrick Mahomes, Todd Gurley, David Montgomery, Golden Tate, Odell Beckham, Josh Reynolds, Hunter Henry, Kareem Hunt, and then Zane Gonzalez. So this is another really big matchup with some big players. If Patrick Mahomes gets out there and plays well against Tennessee in his first game back, I think 
That could be a huge, huge boost for Brandon's team. He has Odell Brockham versus Buffalo. They've been a tough defense, especially against the pass, but they're just, it looks to me like I feel like there's got to be a get right game for, for Cleveland, and I think it could be this week. Uh, Josh Reynolds is going to be stepping in for a big, big, big week against Pittsburgh. And then I think Hunter Henry against Oakland is really going to have a great game. So he has a couple players that are really going to perform. He's also starting Kareem Hunt. Uh, not something I do. I realize I'm biased because I have Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt hasn't played in almost a year, and he's going up against a tough Buffalo defense. I think he's not going to be in a position to really put up too many points. Um, on the other side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey has been playing just fantastic this year. Again, the fantasy MVP, in my opinion, so far. Looks great coming up against Green Bay. I think he'll be fine. Um, Aaron Jones against Carolina, I think, is going to have a huge week. I think Keenan Allen, he's had a couple rough weeks, but tonight against Oakland, I think, is really going to step up and perform because the Chargers need this win really, really badly. Um, that being said, we're going to go through the picks here. The next pick for this matchup, it looks like um, Adam took Alex. He took Alex here, and I'm going to take Brandon for this Brandon for this win. Yeah, I think I might have even texted you, Adam, that I'm taking Alex, but nope, I'm going to take Brandon. I think Brandon's going to win this one. It's going to be a great matchup, but this is a battle for sure. Next one we're going to talk about is Danny, which is I'm all jacked up on Mountain Drew, versus Steve, Canada loves blackface. So starting for Danny, we have Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, Zach Pascal, Christian Kirk, Hunter Renfro, O.J. Howard, Latavius Murray, Mason Crosby, and then the Colts defense. Starting on the other side for Steve, we got Russell Wilson, Kenny and Drake, Kalen Balazs, Jamison Crowder, Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams, Jack Doyle, Trey Edmonds, Harrison Butker, and he currently doesn't have a defense in his starting lineup. I'm going to go first with Danny's lineup. I think Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara against uh, Atlanta are just, they're absolutely going to light it up. It's going to be a huge performance. Not worried about that at all. Zach Pascal. Against Miami, I think it's going to have a really good week, too, especially with T.Y. Hilton out. That's going to be a great performance. Christian Kirk, again, versus Tampa Bay, as I already talked about. I think that game's going to be a shootout. He's going to put up a ton of points. And he's also starting Latavius Murray. So he's starting both running backs from New Orleans against Atlanta. I don't think it's a bad play at all. I think they uh, definitely both have tons of upside. On the other side, with Steve, uh, Russell Wilson versus San Francisco. They've been a tough defense, but I think... Russell Wilson, he's just unstoppable, so I'm not really worried there. Kenyon Drake versus Tampa Bay is somebody I am definitely worried about, especially with the return of David Johnson. I think he could put up a a, a dud of a week here is kind of what I'm going to be projecting. Kalen Balaj against Indianapolis. I have really no clue what to expect. I don't think there's going to be anything too great. I'm kind of expecting maybe seven points, which is fine, but it's definitely not what you want from your running back too. And he has Trey Edmonds starting in his flex. Again, I've already kind of talked about Trey Edmonds as far as probably being the third running back if he even plays this week. So I think he's in a he's in a tough spot playing him. I don't think that's what you want to do at all. Jack Doyle versus Miami. He's the second tight end on that team. So you're really just kind of opening, hoping for some touchdown upside. Looking at this one, both um, Adam and I have taken Danny to take this win down. Sorry, Steve. We're going against you again, my friend. And the last matchup that we got going here, guys, is going to be my team. My Nicky's getting chubby versus Nolan. Pull the fucking trigger. Starting for my team, we got Josh Allen, Tevin Coleman, Nick Chubb, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Austin Hooper, Alexander Madison, Will Lutz, and then the Rams defense. 
starting on the other side of the ball for Nolan, we've got Kyler Murray, James Conner, Ronald Jones, Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, Travis Kelsey, Josh Gordon, Robbie Gould, and the Bears defense. Um, big matchups here. Um, talking about the players I want to highlight here is going to be Kyler Murray going against Tampa Bay. We just saw what Russell Wilson did to them last week. I think Tyler, Kyler Murray has a chance to put up a huge week. It's definitely something I'm worried about. James Conner versus L.A., the Rams. Um, could be a tough one. He's been coming off an injury. If he can kind of put it together, I guess, if he can get some snaps out there, he should be good. Ronald Jones versus Arizona, I think, is a great matchup. That team's not good against the run. And they're also, Ronald Jones has also been named the starter now. I think he's going to be getting more and more carries. He's going to be like the feature guy. So if he can really go out there and, and put together a week, I think he's in a good spot. Devontae Adams playing against Carolina, I think, is he's going to need to pick it up now. If this team wants to do something, he didn't have a good week last week, but he's another week removed from that injury. I think if he steps up and does something, he should be pretty good. Brandon Cooks isn't going to play, so he's going to have to move him out of his starting lineup. So that could be tough for sure. And Tyler Boyd having a tough matchup against Baltimore with a rookie quarterback. Definitely not where you want to be on my side of the ball. Josh Allen versus Cleveland. This is what I'm a, a tad worried about, if I'm honest, because I think Cleveland is going to start to play better. Josh Allen's on the road. Hopefully he can put it together, maybe get a rushing touchdown, some some rushing yardage on that on the ground. But I'm struggling a bit with buys. I had picked up Sam Donald expecting him to be good, and he he really let me down, so I had to get rid of him. So hopefully this trade for Josh Allen is something that pays off for me. Um, Mike Evans versus Arizona, I think it's going to light it up. He should have a great week for sure. Tevin Coleman versus Seattle on Monday night, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game, and I think he can put up some points for sure. Um, overall here, I think just because of some of the issues around Nolan's roster, he can't start Brandon Cooks. This is going to be Josh Gordon's first game in Seattle. That can can be tough on any player. And then having Tyler Boyd playing against Baltimore, a tough defense with Ryan Finley at quarterback, that's that's tough to do. And that's those are going to be three really, really tough matchups, and that can probably hurt them. So I'm going to take myself to win here. Um, Adam also took me. Um, I just realized that I didn't mention my lock. So I'm going to go back and say, sorry, that Danny was my lock of the week. So Danny, I think you're going to take down Steve, and you are my lock. All right, guys, so thanks for listening and kind of battling through this one as a solo podcast. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. I know it's not the same when we don't have both of us, but I really still hope you enjoyed the show, and thanks for listening. Next week, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to Florida tonight, so that means Adam's going to be out here battling by himself next week, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, yeah, have a great week, and good luck to everyone this week. I'm going to say it for Adam because he's not here. Fuck you, Brandon.